The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. This is the London Visited podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go to Horse Guards. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are so many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. Horse Guards Parade is a large parade ground off Whitehall in central London. It's the site of the annual ceremonies of Trooping of the Colour, which commemorates the monarch's official birthday and beating retreat. Horse Guards Parade was formerly the site of the Palace of Whitehall's Tilt Yard, where tournaments, including jousting, were held in the time of Henry VIII. It was also the scene of annual celebrations of the birthday of Queen Elizabeth I. The area has been used for a variety of reviews, parades and other ceremonies since the 17th century. The adjacent Horse Guards building was once the headquarters of the British Army. The Duke of Wellington was based at Horse Guards when he was Commander-in-Chief of the British Army. The current General Officer commanding London District still occupies the same office and uses the same desk. Wellington also had living quarters within the building, which today are used as offices. For much of the late 20th century, Horse Guards Parade was used as a car park for senior civil servants. About 500 were granted the privilege, which was known as the Great Perk. The IRA's mortar attack on 10 Downing Street in February 1991, which was carried out from a vehicle parked in Horse Guards Avenue nearby, narrowly missed causing casualties and led to concerns. In April 1993, the Royal Parks Review, headed by Dame Jennifer Jenkins, recommended that the parade should be restored for public use and linked to St James's Park by closing Horse Guards Road. The proposal was taken up by the Department of National Heritage, but then resisted by senior cabinet members, apparently under pressure from the civil servants who were losing their parking spaces. Public revelation of the resistance led to considerable criticism by newspaper columnist Simon Jenkins, who pressured the head of the Home Office Civil Service to end general usage as parking as part of wider programme of reforms. In late 1996, Horse Guards Parade was cleared for repairs, and in March 1997, it was announced that parking was banned. The parade ground is opened on the west side, where it faces Horse Guards Road and St James's Park. It's enclosed to the north side by Admiralty Citadel and the Admiralty Extension Building. To the east, Admiralty House, William Kent's Horse Guards, formerly the headquarters of the British Army, and the rear of Dover House, home of the Scotland Office, and to the south by Kent's Treasury Building, now used as the Cabinet Office. 
garden walls of 10 Downing Street, the official residence and office of the British Prime Minister, and Mountbatten Green, before the Foreign and Commonwealth Office's West Wing. Access to the south side is restricted for national security. On the east side, Horse Guards Parade is normally accessible to the public from Whitehall through the arches of Horse Guards. A number of military monuments and trophies ring the outside of the parade ground, including, to the west beside St James's Park, the Guards Memorial, designed by the sculptor Gilbert Lewid in 1923 to 1926 and erected to commemorate the First Battle of Yips and other battles of World War I. To the north, the Royal Navy Division War Memorial, designed by Sir Edwin Lutchins in 1925, removed before the Second World War and returned to its original site beside the Admiralty Extension Building, and rededicated on Beaucourt Day, the 13th of November 2003. To the east, equestrian statues of Field Marshal Roberts and Wolsey, a Turkish cannon made in 1524 by Murad, son of Abdullah, chief gunner, which was captured in Egypt in 1801. The Kadaz Memorial, a French mortar mounted on a brass monster, which commemorates the lifting of the siege of Cadiz in Spain in 1812. To the south, statues of Field Marshal Kitchener and the Admiral of the Fleet, Mountbatten. An oddity is the black background to the number two of the double-sided clock, which overlooks the parade ground and the front entrance. It is probably thought to commemorate the time the last absolute monarch of England, Charles I, was beheaded at the banqueting house opposite. Horse Guards Parade hosted beach volleyball at the 2012 Summer Olympics held in London. Temporary courts and seating were installed, much as the seating is installed now annually for the Trooping of the Colour. There was one court with a capacity of 15,000, with two tiers and a flood-lit tower, and each of its four corners. Two practice courts were east of the arena, and a further six practice courts at St James's Park. Most matches were played on the centre court, but some matches were played on court one on day six of the competition. Horse Guards Parade hosted the first London Polo Championships on the 17th and 18th of June 2009 with teams from around the world. Horse Guards, a historic building between Whitehall and Horse Guards Parade. It was built in the mid-18th century, replacing an earlier building as barracks and stables for the household cavalry, later becoming an important military headquarters. Horse Guards functions as a gatehouse, giving access between Whitehall and St James's Park via gates on the ground floor. It originally formed the entrance to the Palace of Westminster and later St James's Palace. For that reason, it is still ceremonially defended by the Queen's lifeguard, Although still in military use, part of the building houses the Household Cavalry Museum, which is open to the public. The first horse guards building was commissioned by King Charles II in 1663, on the site of the cavalry stables which had been built on the tilt yard of the Palace of Whitehall during the Commonwealth. Built of red brick and costing some £4,000, it comprised a central range, with a clock tower under which an arch connected Whitehall with St James's Park. Two wings enclosed a courtyard with two large sentry boxes for mounted troopers on the Whitehall side, facing the palace gate. Entry to the park, then an enclosed private garden, was controlled by special ivory passes issued to favoured courtiers, a tradition which continues to the present. Although the modern passes are made of plastic, only the monarch has the right to drive through the arch without a pass. In Puerto Rico, we call ourselves Boricua. We are proud, passionate, and full of life. On our island, adventure finds you. Strangers aren't strangers for long. The size of the audience doesn't change the beauty of the music. And we celebrate every last ray of sun. Live Boricua. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Initially, the building was intended only to accommodate the King's Guard, which included stabling for more than 100 cavalry horses on the ground floor, as well as a separate barracks for the foot guards. Following a fire at Whitehall in 1698, the court transferred to St. James's Palace. Therefore, the function of horse guards changing to controlling the ceremonial approach to St. James's from Westminster. In the following decades, horse guards was increasingly used as administrative offices for the growing regular army and soon became overcrowded. The fabric of the building was also allowed to deteriorate. Pieces of falling masonry were said to be a danger to the sentries. In 1745, King George II commissioned a new building in the fashionable Palladian style by the architect William Kent. Having to reuse the same plot of land, Kent managed to retain essentially the same plan as the original building, while doubling the interior space. Kent died in April 1748 before the old horse guards had been demolished. Work on the new building commenced in 1750 under the direction of Kent's assistant, John Vardy, and William Robinson from the Officer Works. The cost of the buildings was £65,000 and it took nearly 10 years to complete. The household cavalry moved into the northern wing of the uncompleted building in 1755. At that time, there was stabling for 62 horses compared to 17 today. Originally, the two wings were connected to the central block by a single-storey ranges. In 1803 to 1805, a further two floors were added to these, giving the building its present appearance. Kent's decision to retain a Baroque clock tower on his new Palladian building resulted in a peculiar blend of styles, perhaps the cause of it being described by Charles Knight as the ugliest building in the metropolis. The building also served as the offices for various administrative departments responsible to the Secretary at War, which would eventually become formalised as the War Office. Also located at Horse Guards was the Office of the Commander-in-Chief of the Forces, Hence, for many terms, the term horse guards was used as a metonym for the British Army headquarters. Two famous occupants of the office, a room originally intended for courts martial, were Prince Frederick, Duke of York and Albany, 1795-1809, popularly believed to be the Grand Old Duke of York, and the Duke of Wellington, 1827-1828 and 1842-1852. The final commander-in-chief at horse guards was Prince George, Duke of Cambridge, who was so reluctant to move to the new war office building at Cumberland House in Pall Mall that he had to be ordered to leave by Queen Victoria. Wellington's desk is preserved in the same room, which is now the office of the Major General, commanding the Household Division and General Office commanding London District. Horse Guards subsequently became the headquarters of the two major army commands, the London District and the Household Cavalry. The clock is sited in the turret above the main archway. It has two faces, one facing Whitehall and the other Horse Guards Parade, each dial being 7 foot 5 inches, 2.26 meters in diameter. It strikes the quarter hours on two bells. Originally made by Thwaites in 1756, the clock was rebuilt in 1815 to 1816 by Benjamin Louis Villami, the clockmaker to King George III. Prior to the completion of the clock of Big Ben in 1859, the Horse Guards clock was the main public clock in Westminster. A dark stain above the Roman numeral number 2 on the clock is supposed to mark the time of the execution of King Charles I in 1649, 
which took place in the roadway outside Horse Guards. The annual ceremony of Trooping of the Colour commences when the Horse Guards clock strikes 11. The Household Cavalry Museum is the official museum of the Household Cavalry and is located in the Horse Guards. Visitors can view the horses in the 18th century working stables through a glazed partition. Exhibits explain the training and history of the regiment and include ceremonial uniforms, regalia, royal standards, awards, musical instruments, horse furniture and silverware by Fabergé. Visitors to the museum are welcome to watch the afternoon inspection of the guards and the horses that happens daily at 4pm. This routine began in 1894 when Queen Victoria found the guards drinking and gambling in the afternoon instead of tending to their duty. She proclaimed that they would be punished by a four o'clock inspection daily for the next 100 years. This proclamation and punishment officially expired in 1994, but Queen Elizabeth II chose to continue the inspection out of respect for tradition. Every morning, the Mounted Queen's Lifeguard rides from Hyde Park Barracks in Knightsbridge by way of Hyde Park Corner, Constitution Hill and the Mall to take over guard duties at the ceremony at 11am or 10am on Sundays. The guard is usually provided by the Household Cavalry Mounted Regiment, which consists of a squadron from each of the Household Cavalry Regiments, the lifeguards who wear the red tunics and white helmet plumes, and the Blues and Royals who wear blue tunics and red plumes. However, some other mounted units from Britain and other Commonwealth realms occasionally mount the guard. The King's Troop, the Royal Horse Artillery and the Royal Canadian Mounted Police are examples. When the monarch is in London, the guard consists of one officer and 12 other ranks, including a trumpeteer and standard bearer, known as a long guard. When the monarch is not in London, the guard is reduced to two non-commissioned officers and 10 troopers, known as a short guard. The ceremony of changing of the Queen's lifeguard takes place on Horse Guards Parade, adjacent to the Horse Guards building. Two mountain sentries guard the entrance to Horse Guards on Whitehall from 10am until 4pm and are changed every hour. There is a dismounted parade at 4pm and two dismounted sentries remain on duty until 8pm. So I hope you've enjoyed our look at Horse Guards and Horse Guards Parade and I hope you enjoyed the history behind it. And isn't it interesting after a hundred years they thought let's keep the tradition going. Anyway, if you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any other places you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk or through our social media. It's that easy. Thanks for listening. Really hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll see you very soon on the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening and please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.